0: Welcome to Look What She Built, where we show you examples of what an iconic woman leader looks like. I'm your host, Jamie Rowe, and I'm so excited to have you here. I created Look What She Built because I want to celebrate the bold, the brave, and badass women who are doing business in their own way. In this podcast, we're going to interview and celebrate these women business owners as well as bring on experts that can help us dive deep on topics like sales, self-care, money mindset, and more. So let's dive in and show the world what an iconic woman looks like.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Jamie from Look What She Built podcast, and I have Georgia Gray with me today. Hi, Georgia. How are you?
2: Hi, Jamie. I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me.
1: Very good. I'm going to do your intro. We'll get the party started here. So, Georgia, um, she has whole body healing nutrition. That's a Denver based holistic nutrition practice. Georgia Gray works with people who do not feel well, specializing in Lyme disease, autoimmune disease, and hormone imbalance. She is passionate about quality ingredients a grain-free lifestyle, balance, adventure and is an advocate for chronic illness. Georgia spreads her authentic wellness journey on social media and the whole body healing podcast. Georgia also loves talking entrepreneurship and business building. She teaches her online course, the nutrition business bootcamp to others in the nutrition field. During her 5-session virtual course, she shows others how to create a nutrition business of their dreams. Hi, Georgia. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Can we talk about what you had for breakfast? Cause I know it's going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a creature of habit. It's usually the same, but I had um two scrambled eggs with a hunk of grass-fed butter and some onion. And have you ever had the habanero siete hot sauce? It is mm, it's so good. So I had that with a little arugula and then some blueberries with almond butter and then coffee wow <laughs>
0: wow
1: no uh that sounds amazing that sounds like like gourmet breakfast do you like to cook
2: I do I love to cook I love to cook that's kind of what got me uh, one of many segues into what I do now was loving food and loving to cook
1: oh I think that's awesome and just curious too do you drink coffee or are you a tea drinker
2: I I'm a coffee drinker through and through I've Definitely had times where I overdid the coffee and I'm like, alright we're going to take a breather. <laughs> but yeah, I just love the smell and the ritual and the taste. And, and I also love tea, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big coffee girl.
1: Yeah, no, so my, I took a year off of coffee and I have to say the first month was really terrible. Yeah. Someone's like, if you want to take joy out of your life, just remove coffee. <laughs> but I, I'm so excited about our topic today to talk about um, how to run your business in balance while having an autoimmune disorder. Um, I myself have been through adrenal fatigue stage two, and that's why I completely dropped caffeine just to help support my body, to get it back into shape and having Hashimoto's. There's lots of little things that you need to avoid to right. really support your body. So I'm excited because, um, you know, as more and more people are getting more chronic illnesses and people who are entrepreneurs is you just really need to pay attention and listen to your body. Yeah. Um, and if you don't. <laughs> You get things like adrenal fatigue or you get these major issues that almost um, make you unable to run your business and unable to serve others. And so I think this topic is just so important today. So I'd like to start off with talking a little bit about your story, Mm -hmm. you know, how you came to this place, because obviously you're not going to be working in nutrition with Lyme disease and autoimmune disorders if you haven't had any you know experience in it. So talk to me a little bit about how this came to be in your health journey.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're right, I think most people in the nutrition field that we're doing what we do from something we've been through. So to make a long story short, um, around kind of junior, senior year of college, I started to get really, really bad migraines, headaches every day at 3 p.m., debilitating joint pain, terrible acid reflux. Um, and kind of was able to self-diagnose myself with, the, with being sensitive to gluten. Um, came to find out that I actually had celiac disease, which is an autoimmune response to gluten in the body. So I eliminated gluten and immediately felt better. I've never had a migraine since. My acid reflux went away. I stopped taking medication. And this was 2011, 2010. And um, I was living in Dallas at the time. And so gluten-free really wasn't what it fortunately is today, especially in Denver where it's just so easy. I can go to any restaurant and eat anything pretty much. And they have a whole menu. So at this point in time, it was where I was having to read through labels and ingredients and learn how to cook because there's so many things I couldn't eat, which then led me to this fascination with, okay, why are there ingredients in my food that I can't pronounce? And just kind of this rabbit hole of the food industry and then learning how to cook and all of that. Um, And so prior to my business, I actually used to be a first grade teacher for seven years. And so I would teach all day and then come home and study nutrition and then learned about my nutrition school and thought, well, if I'm already reading books and watching documentaries, I might as well get a degree. So would got my degree while I was teaching um, first grade. And then two years later, moved back to Denver where I grew up and Kind of simultaneously upon graduating and moving back, I got all of a sudden this influx of weird symptoms again, where I was having really bad memory loss, extreme joint pain, joint swelling, um, just really feeling fatigued and terrible. And I went undiagnosed for almost two years. Um, They thought I had rheumatoid arthritis and I think it was one of those internal knowings and gut feelings of that is not what's going on here. Finally figured out I had Lyme disease treated Lyme disease for another two years. And during that time, I was so sick. I felt so crummy. I somehow managed to continue to to teach. Um, And then finally came out the other side of it and realized, okay, I have this skill set from what I've been through of learning. What's the best way to eat for autoimmune disease? What's the best, how do I take care of myself? How do I manage the emotions that come with it? And just knowing that I had this knowledge and as you know autoimmune conditions and chronic illness is unfortunately so common it's one in four and that's just people that are diagnosed and so think of all the people that don't feel well and are used to it and not diagnosed so eventually 2019 um so i started my business kind of on the side where i was teaching in 2017 and then i quit teaching in 2019 that june um, and then I've been full time working one on one with clients ever since. Uh, so people who don't feel well. So whether someone has a diagnosis or just someone that's like, ugh, I get bloated every time I eat or, or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, and also have the awareness if that's what's happening. Right. I can't tell you how many right. people are like, I'm bloated, but they don't connect it to food, which is so bizarre to me. Totally. I'm like that. Oh, I'm so bloated. I'm like, you just ate half a pizza. And there was like no connection that that could be like, it's gluten. Right,
2: right. Right. I know. And there's such that disconnect with food where it's like, we're so separate from our food. And so I think there's such that process too, of really noticing how food makes you feel in your body and taking that breath before and after you eat of like, okay, what is nourishing me here? And what, what is that?
1: And what feels good to my body? I know too, when I worked with a nutritionist and you've probably encountered this too, is if it smells bad to you, it's probably, you probably shouldn't eat it. Have right. you that before
2: you know I haven't but I think it's what I I like that and I think it's one of those things that I always like to encourage my clients where it's like you ultimately know better than me or a doctor or a energy healer of like what works and feels best in your body so if you're having that sort of reaction of being like oh that that doesn't smell good or taste good then really following that and listening to that because I, I really fully believe that ultimately our bodies um want us to heal and want us to be well. And um, they're gonna let us know what's working for us and what doesn't.
1: Yeah, for sure. I know me walking into any place that has fish, like it's game over. Like if I can smell fish is so putrid to me, like I don't even know the right (laughs) word. But I can't I walk into Whole Foods and if it's the side where the seafood side is, I know immediately what that, the entrance and what's going on. I'm I'm very allergic. Oh um, gosh. So um, let's talk about some of the challenges then you're growing your business. You have Lyme disease. Um, you know, you've got uh, an autoimmune. So what have you found have been challenges for you
2: while building your business? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I honestly think if I were to kind of summarize it, it was trying to perhaps be someone I'm not, if that makes sense. Um, sure. What I find with my clients who are in this autoimmune category and Lyme category, and I say this with love because this is how obviously I am too, but um, we tend to have these personality types being like very type A, go, 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 get shit done. Can I guess? Yep. Okay. Get things done, like one thing to the next. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what's needed to run a business. Um, but then on the flip side, if you're living with chronic illness, your body works a little bit differently and it's not broken and it's not wrong. But I think I got to this point about a year ago of, you know, really running myself into the ground to the point where my body was like, nope, you are grinding and working too much and too hard and you need to rest and stop. And so I think that's such this push and pull with chronic illness is where, you feel better, so then you want to do normal things. And then you get to over the waterfall of fatigue and burnout and symptoms coming back. And so I think so much of my entrepreneurship journey has also been this journey, similar to my autoimmune journey of like, okay, whoa, well, what still needs to be looked at and be taken care of? So let's give some examples of that. Yeah.
1: So when you start to see, like you said, that these recurring, um, what's the word that you used? Like responses to things. Yeah. Right. It starts to pop. up but like, wait a minute. I haven't had this happen to me in six months. And last time, I was really stressed out. You know, one of those things. Um. So how do you care for yourself? Like people are thinking now. Like, okay, I'm running a business. I'm in total burnout. Uh, I know that I should be doing something different, but I just don't know what to do because I'm a Type A, go 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 person. Yeah. I need to hustle. I need to grow my sales. I want to pay myself more. Like, what are some things that I like to say, what, how do you love on yourself? Yeah. Some examples that maybe other could get some tips.
2: Yeah, totally. So I think I've gotten a lot better at this, but I've gotten to where I am now because I hit that threshold where, you know, about a year ago I was every morning up five 30 or six, I was doing some like intense workout, coffee, 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 matcha, matcha, matcha to the point where my hair was just thinning and falling out so so much so highly stressed um you know going to the office sitting there all day never taking a break um and I think it was just this belief that like if I grind more and maybe if I wake up a little earlier or maybe if I work a little later or have this more meaning then I'm going to be more successful And so I think it was, again, that push where I was trying to be someone I I wasn't, where it's, I'm not physically able to be that kind of um, pusher like that, just with my conditions. And honestly, too, I think it was a lot of the human design work I did with you, where you were like, you're not a worker bee. And it was such a nice permission that you gave me. I was like, oh, I'm not. Um, So yeah, and then simultaneously as this was happening, I had just this. Huge influx of anxiety that was coming up with this, too, that was very debilitating, and just you know, feeling like short of breath, and um, just again, like the stress of this business was deteriorating me. Um, and I think I was, you know, not again, not taking breaks, like probably not eating enough, like just kind of really not taking care of myself. And you gotta, especially in my field, it's like I need to be walking the walk. And so it was kind of a multitude of things where I got to that place where I was like, okay, whoa, I don't have a choice, but to slow down. And I stopped waking up at six in the morning and I reduced my workouts. I stopped seeing clients on Fridays. That was really helpful. And now I take my Fridays where it's like, sometimes I do admin and sometimes I go ski, um, and sleep in and, so now I think the way that I'm really loving on myself is just listening, listening to my body more, where it's like, okay, if I'm tired, I'm gonna sleep in another hour and it's gonna be okay. Like I'm not getting a medal at the end of the day for being there an extra two hours. And in fact, I find when I take those days to go ski or go hike, I get the most creative inspiration for my business. And that's when I get these intuitive hits of, new projects and things that I want to do. So it's really, and it's as things go, it was like the more I stepped back and loosened the reins, the more successful I became.
1: That's such a beautiful insight. Cause that's so true. Cause when we hustle so hard, stay the extra two hours, wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever, you're just burning out that ability to be creative, to be in that playful kind of that yeah. space too, being that playful space of how could I do things differently in a different way? Like when you're skiing, you're not working, but you're kind of working in your mind as you're going through and maybe processing an issue or something like that. And I think it's so important to take breaks, especially as a projector in human design, right? And I'm so glad you took that to heart because I can't take projectors that I've worked with where they're like, why can't I work like so-and-so or why can't I do this? And I'm just so tired all the time. I'm like, you need to take more naps. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Get three to four hours in and then take a nap. Yeah. And and just take care of yourself and relax. Maybe sit and meditate or read or go for a walk or a hike or something else, but just really Mm -hmm. slow things down. And um, Mm -hmm. that makes a big difference in building your business. Um, I think so too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's something I share with my clients that I ultimately need to share with myself is like, I what I think is slowing down like needs to be like 10 times what (laughs) I'm actually doing so I think it's almost this double down and something that I found so peaceful was at the time when this was happening I was living um in the highlands like right by the the platte river and there was this I'd go on a little walk and it was starting to get warm and I would just sit on this little rock and just watch the river and just the water flowing and how it was just such this nice visual reminder of like okay, you can't be like pushing things upstream and things are just flying the way they're going to. And so point being to people listening, I think getting out in nature was one of the most heal. And that was, you know, in the middle of downtown Denver, but it was still like some sort of nature that was really healing too. Yeah. No,
1: I love that force bathing. Yes. Kind of force bathing. I can't tell you how many times I go on a hike every Sunday for about two hours. And how many times I've started that walk angry, Mm-hmm. frustrated, upset, exhausted. And by the time in the end of that walk, when having the trees and all the oxygen and seeing owls and squirrels and deer and coyotes, and I've even seen a bobcat, you know, like connecting in with nature and being by a stream at the end, I'm like, I have no idea what I was even like frustrated or upset about.
2: Yeah, it makes you know, such a difference.
1: Yeah, there's so much healing and taking that time for yourself, giving yourself permission. hmm I think mm-hmm. it comes down to a lot of just giving yourself permission and being like, okay, I'm going to leave the office right now. Right. Or, Hey, right. I'm just going to take care of myself,
0: uh, mm-hmm. which is so important. Um, is there
1: anything, uh, excuse me, specific when we're talking about autoimmune um, Lyme disease, things like that, that you feel are really important for people to kind of really dial into if they are entrepreneurs, like really specific things that they could be doing. Mm. Self care wise, or, or
2: food, wise, it could be anything
1: <laughs> that you think. Because I know you're big into nutrition and food. Is there like anything in there where you're like, man, if you do this, this changed everything for me.
2: hmm mm-hmm. I think what is a really big game changer, and I know you're big on this too, is um, again. I think a lot of us are that personality where it's like, All right, I gotta wake up, I gotta get the emails going, but making sure your day starts with the way that's grounding you and centering you. And so um, starting my morning with meditating, um, journaling, writing affirmations, I think there's a lot of feeling unworthy that comes with autoimmune disease because you're told your body's attacking itself and there's nothing you can do. And so I see a lot of um, kind of self-blame with that. And so I think doing the work around Being worthy in yourself and therefore worthy in your business has been huge. And the times when I feel the busiest of, like, oh shit, I gotta like get going and get grinding with emails, that's when it's okay. No, you need to actually go meditate.
1: (laughs) That frantic feeling that we've all felt as entrepreneurs—that frantic, that pressure to complete something, to get things done. When you start to feel that instead of going into the frantic, the frenetic energy of mm. email, email, email is just like, Hey, guess what? I'm just going to take a break. Yeah. I'm yep. Gonna and then take a break. Stepping back from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, how many times another piece uh, on that is when I think like in the afternoon, I'm like, I just need caffeine. I need caffeine. I've just got to like, whip the horse, the dead horse to get up and let's keep moving. Instead, I'm like, no, I don't need caffeine. That's not my body needs. That's what I want to keep doing work. But instead, actually, if I meditate for 10 minutes, it's equivalent to having a coffee to me Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. better for my body too. And it recenters and regrounds. So, so many times I have stopped in between meetings and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go meditate to rejuvenate myself. To yeah, ground myself. I know I can serve my clients better by being in that grounded center space.
2: And mm-hmm. also, I'm not
1: dumping chemicals and stuff in my body right. to, it, to work harder. Yeah.
2: Right, right. And then it's just from that nutrition standpoint, it's just going to make you crash later anyway. And so it's like, well, might as well just not have it. And yeah, have that self care time. And I also found too, um, along with the meditation, but just breath work to be such a game changer because I think with, as someone that was experiencing and still experiences high anxiety that I love meditating to grounding, but sometimes you're like, I need this out. Like I need this to get out of me. And so I um, I found breath work to be really helpful for just some of that whew, release and get it out.
1: Yes, if anyone's interested in breath work, it's a beautiful practice, insight timer, look up breath work. Oh my gosh.
2: So good, so, yeah. Yeah, I've worked book with coaches. breath.
1: Yeah, it, it does help you just get and it energizes you too and it just gets all that out. So mm-hmm. well, let's talk about your program um that you have with your boot camp. I'd love to hear more about it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's been so much fun. So, you know, kind of similar to my Lyme autoimmune journey of coming to the other side of something that was difficult. The same thing kind of happened with um my nutrition business. And I found that I had people in the nutrition space coming to me and being like, Hey, how did you build this? Um, and people that are really, really good at the one-on-one with clients, but just struggled with how the heck do I get clients? How do I do my social media? How do I, you know, do a sales call? Or so, um, it kind of came from, yeah, people coming to me. That was that inspired action from it. Um, And then on the flip side, like I mentioned, I used to be a teacher and I was an English major and I was so intimidated by business and thought I wouldn't, you know, be good at it. And and now it's one of my favorite things to do and talk about. So point being, that's why I feel really inspired to, I just think if anyone has ideas, it's like, if I can do this, anyone can do this, like get out there, do it. People need you. Um, So yeah, so I've created a five session virtual course for people in the nutrition field. Um, I actually do have like a couple of chiropractors in it now. So I do think it's applicable for just client-based businesses, but I teach, you know, um, how to use social media, how to do structure your sessions, how to build your referral network. And then with that, as you know, so important, just really working in on that mindset piece and the taking care of yourself piece because ultimately if that's not working nothing's working so I'm in the middle of that um course right now and then I'm launching it again and school in August so that's just open enrollment um where if people want to apply they can head to my website or just email or dm me and I'm happy to do um you know little intro calls to share with people about it but it's been really fun and also a great way for other people in the nutrition space to connect with each other because I think that's where I, you know, I've had so much um help from other dietitians and nutritionists. And so that's been a really positive part of it too.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think we can learn a lot from working with a coach or you know, um, but also your peer connection. Like how did you do this? Or you're in the same place as me, or you're a step ahead and right. better. And what's the best way to do this and to connect in so you don't feel so alone either.
2: Oh yeah, totally. And yeah, and that's what's so cool because it's there's such, you know, funny specific things that you need to work through. And so yeah, exactly that to have other people in the field is is really, really helpful and um also encouraging of to okay, stick with it. And then if we can get more people to get this business thing figured out, then we can help so many more people to do that one-on-one um with, with clients.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. Awesome. And so, Thanks. how can people find you, Georgia?
2: Yeah. So I am on Instagram and TikTok primarily. It's just at Whole Body Healing, and then I have the Whole Body Healing podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, where I talk nutrition, wellness, and entrepreneurship. Um, and then my website's just wholebodyhealingnutrition.com.
1: Okay. Awesome. All right. I will put
2: that in the show notes. But this Thank has you. been awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on today. Thanks for having me. It was nice to chat with you on this dreary hump day. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So
1: Wednesday here in Colorado, it's raining, and we get rain pretty rarely. Never.
2: Yeah. Like in May, we get rain, and then that's it, and then it's just hail. You know, the rest of the summer. Hail in '95. I know. Now all this caffeine talk after like this rain, I'm like, oh, maybe it is one of those days. <laughs> awesome! Thank you
1: so much, Georgia, and thanks, Jamie, everyone else for listening. I appreciate you for listening today, and uh, we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this conversation. I'm Jamie Rowe with Look What She Built, the one and only podcast that celebrates the brave, bold, and badass women who are doing business their way and telling us about it. Until next time go show the world what an iconic woman looks like please share this with 3 women because we all need to share positive messages in the world and if you want to learn more please connect with me on social at impact to income